Welcome to 2014, Year 2 of the Post-Apocalypse. We now return to your regularly scheduled programming, already in progress. to the point of Sean's realization I've, I was reading that site BuzzFeed which isn't a very good oh, site Buzzfeed. I've got moral problems I'm an old with man it. too I know but I hate BuzzFeed <laughs> I hate Reddit it's just too much well, I, I don't like it just because all it does is recycle oh, other there. people's we content people but anyway they've got lists on there it's like you know you're a are. 90s kid if and you, when you read the list you realize how different their experience of the 90s is than what I experienced mm-hmm. you know and, and that's how I'm sure they look at the stuff that we were like the stuff we liked, completely unrelatable to them. The stuff that they liked when they were kids, I look at it, it's like, really? That was special to you, you know? And so I guess every generation has their own thing. It's selfish of us, I guess, to think Star Wars should still be relevant to kids you can't today. Have right. I do worry, based on what Andrew said, though, that I, I don't mind that it's not Star Wars, but I do worry that there's so much choice that there isn't a unifying pop culture epoch. Well, maybe that... there shouldn't be. I mean, Star Wars is no great work of art or anything. Excuse me. It's kind of silly. Well, let's be honest. You know, it's a fun, it's a fun serialized right movie. I just don't know you. I love it, but it's not like something that you know should have defined a I'm generation. Get, it's I gotta go. A, I get my car. Who are you? Brooks's house and bitch. Uh, but yeah. you're saying it shouldn't have defined it, but it did, though. I mean, just because it does have an – it's not because yeah, it's like – Yeah, but I'm just saying maybe – I don't think it's necessarily a positive thing if if a pop movie or, you know, a band or whatever defines a generation. I mean, I think it's good. Well, I just don't think you can define quality stuff I think that there. brings a generation together, though. I, I, I mean, how do you a, define yeah, it's a, a common, generation? I mean, if there isn't something like that. It's a common like mythology that. that you have. I mean, it's not – yeah, it's not just dumb. I mean, it might be a dumb story or whatever, simple story or simple thing. It's not like a great – Masterwork, even that first one we talked about, you know, it's just a kind of an accident that it's amazing, but it's because it's kind of a common mythology that hit at the right time, and that now yeah. there's just a billion things, and it's I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that that's just what happens. So it's interesting to see like kids I'm just saying. 30 years from now, they're like, so did you watch that? Like, nope, I didn't see that movie either. Uh, did also, you see? Uh, did you play uh, that game? Like, nope. <laughs> yeah. How do they relate to each other? Because pop culture is designed to help people relate to each other, really. You know, that's it's the popular culture because culture varies. But your popular culture, I, I don't know. Maybe we're overthinking it because here we are, all all different parts of the world talking about, and we all were born at different times, and we're talking about the same things. So maybe we're yeah, overthinking. Yeah, but we're still that, we're still the cusp of that yeah, internet generation, though. I mean, we we know a time yeah, before the, the internet. I guess Lynn's the youngest, but I don't know. But like I said, yeah, I'm not like, that young anymore. But I mean, but still, I mean, I think we that's a huge thing. We we are different parts of the world and totally different generations in that sense. And that we there's still but a I still I still think there. I talk about this all the time. I still think, and we don't. I mean, not I saying think it's just because I didn't like Bobby. We're not saying that we're some kind of important thing, but we're a weird generation, just like a thirty year span because or twenty year span because we all we we know a time before cell phones before the internet. Yeah, we I mean that is a weird time both, in history. You know, with we, like in half both. of our half of our childhood there, there was valid. There won't be any. I, I do weird. see that. There won't be anybody after us. I mean, there'll be different. Technological I mean, even kids that grew up like in nineteen, stuff, grew, but, born in nineteen. That depends on you know whether there's a huge solar flare and everything gets wiped out. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah, there'll be I mean, a generation that remembers the instant when nobody else does. I will. Okay, I'll say this. Also, there will be new innovations and stuff, but they're basically built on the internet. Right. Everything's going to be built on that concept. And stuff. So we will be the last people. I mean, it's a that weird time. I mean, considering we don't kill ourselves, the, and this well, is like a big that. keeps going on. This is a really weird this time is, in history. You think like, about 
this generation is as comparable probably to the generation that saw the original industrial revolution you know there are these things that happen and then everything's built on it so yeah we had this sort of exponential growth of ideas but it's all based on a single impetus and prior I to mean, that were your grandparents nothing. that grew up in a and farm then, and then like lived in a like a suburban house in the 50s after the war, war. you know what i mean though like that's the kind right. of the, the, the analogy and now, there. And now you're trying to teach those people. Like how we to used use to live email. on farms, people. <laughs> Man, you'd think that, but Can't I even see. Teach my mom to use email. She's not that old. I don't have a, an iPhone, right? I I I went today to get medicine because I have a uh, poison ivy outbreak all over me. I look like a meth addict. I, look, I should go like trick or treating just as me because I got like sores. How and, long have you been left by yourself? It's like, yeah. <laughs> one day, bro. I'm already half dead. One day. And you are covered in poison ivy. I mean, literally. I don't get I, covered I'm in like, poison ivy. Did you dive in it? I was outside working in the yard, and I don't know, man. I, uh, I was just all outside, over and the poison ivy jumped all over. out. I woke up three hours later. His own unsupervised Tell your wife like that day. story. I'm sure she'll believe it. I think, here's my theory. I think she rubbed poison ivy on me while I slept right before she left, just to make sure I couldn't so run around you, on keep it. Keep you off the women. Because there's like no way. If a girl said, hey, I hear your wife's out of town, it would be like, hell then, no, I'm covered in then sores. Some chick Look at her. me. Some hot neighbor has, like, has a rash oh, all over yeah, her. Never mind. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, but really, I look like a monster. I look horrible. I'm worried that I'll go into a store and someone will see me and kind of, you know, pull their kids a little closer or something. <laughs> like, stay off the meth. But I went to get my medicine today, and there was a guy in front of me who was on a walker. And he had the little oxygen tank on, you know, and everything. He's like 90,000 years old. He was old. You know, he's like barely moving. He had an iPhone. Well, I mean, you can get an list. iPhone for free. I was like, <laughs> I mean, that's why. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm saying it's not the price. It's the fact that it's like, okay, this old, old, old dude has an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. So I, we talk about old people not being down with technology. I guess I'll but just you're saying, saying that. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's what I'm saying. You are like they're adopting it that. pretty easily. But you didn't see him using it. You don't know. What I assume my grandfather for me. I don't know. Yeah, really. All you know is he knows how to hang it on a belt, and he had it on a belt. It's just one of like the plastic stock models that they sell in the case. I remember when phones used to go on belts. Good times. <laughs> they did that on Parks and Rec where where he had a like a like a track phone kind of thing, like a flip phone, so they could say, like, Ooh, is that the first phone? <laughs> and then he, yeah, in the end of the episode Ron. he puts yeah. it back in his belt. He's like, Oh and your <laughs> belt runs <laughs> like, yeah. sorry. And it's got a belt clip <laughs> <laughs> I feel like him all the time though. I mean who can't relate to that guy? Ron Swanson. The greatest American hero. I do I do think Big Bang Theory though had a, a kind of awesome revelatory episode. I was just watching an episode where they, where Blossom is watching it with, with oh, Sheldon. Yeah. Amy. She ruins yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark for yeah. him. And it's like the best part. She's like, it's a pretty good movie except for the glaring story problem. It's like, what are you talking about? It's a perfect movie. It's like, well, Indiana Jones has no his no influence over that story. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like. Well, if he hadn't been there, the they Nazis still would have caught the still thing. Found yeah. the ark, and they would have opened it. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. Died. I was like, that's actually he genius. Did nothing to progress the story. <laughs> it actually is true, though. <laughs> and then, and then, as soon as he says, like, oh, well, he's like, there to collect it, it at the him. end. Well, yeah, but you would assume that the government would have swept in and got it because they were after them. Yeah. But he goes back and he's telling the others, like, well, wait a second. The only reason they found it was because he had the thing and then they were looking in the wrong place. It's like, yeah, but if he hadn't been there, he wouldn't have had the medallion and they would have found it and they would have been looking in the right place. So they would have found it quicker Yeah. without him. It's a like, weird oh. when you think about it. Like, this so really, God wanted the Nazis to find they, the They even explained how they ended up, in, ended up in the warehouse. I forget how they did that, though. Like, well, I mean, they would. You would assume that like the government knew they were trying to get it, and they would have just known where they were going, and they would have. Yeah, I guess it just they would just. See, it would just been this reverse situation. The U.S. government would have been following them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was a perfect like critical note because it is like I've seen that movie a million yeah, times. It's awesome. It's yeah, true. we don't even think about it. <laughs> it's it's a classic example of because what we're always talking about on this show. Is like the protagonist not driving the story forward. It's like it's exactly what. But happens it's weird though movie. because the character. I mean, if it you analyze this, the character work in that movie is so great, and like just like the balance and the dialogue of who like the motivations. But well, and that really is. What right, the movie is about overall, he's sort of stuck sense. in a situation. He's not supposed to be driving that situation. He's he's a man without a moral compass 
that sort of stuck in a situation that's way bigger than him. He, he's he's really just written as a guy who's running away from a boulder. Yeah, I mean, because you can talk <laughs> yeah, about him. I mean, that's, that's like incidental. Like, I'm not, he wouldn't yeah, have known that. He's still the after. boulder wouldn't have been rolling if I hadn't yeah, done that thing. Like, well, that's... You know, I'm basically saving myself from situations I put myself in. So yeah, it is what it is. So. I thought that was funny. <laughs> you ever seen that footage of like the movies that was... they they ripped that stuff off of? I mean, there's like scene for scene. There's movies from the oh, movies, yeah, and yeah. Movies oh, like and, the old adventure series. And they actually like, have like a guy with the movies, hat, right? even the iconic hat. There's like a movie where the guy has the same hat and everything. Well, there's also people with hats. Well, I mean, it's that cool that fedora look. You know what I'm saying? The Indiana Jones hat yeah, is an iconic. Yeah, but that's what that hat. movie was written to be. Well, oh yeah. Why those movies are iconic, Star Wars and Indiana Jones, is because they, I mean, they, they played well. that sort of homage to the point of just blatant plagiarism. Well, because it's just a classic. Certain yeah. other movies I mean, and ideas. An, they have an emotional but core. But pa- it was the it packaging that what made the it kind of good. problems with it are. It has an emotional core that resonates, and they hit the right time, just like the birth of the blockbuster. It's just a different. You're not going to. Okay. Calm down, Andrew. Well, well, but you're not going to match that again. That's why we're saying that all those (laughs) things actually come out now that there's just so much because that was it. We all that was at the like start of this whole thing, and it's just not going to unless there's some kind of new media that's going to start. Well, I think what'll happen is what you do see happening now is these sort of pop culture stories are going to start mining stuff from Star Wars in the '80s and things like that. It's like it's cyclical. So you see a lot of stories now that are starting to mine those concepts from the 80s. It's not really working yet. It's going to take someone like a Lucas that can get that sort of spirit of it and make that work. But I think that's how those ideas resonate and, and you know become revenant is someone comes back and says, well, that was a neat idea, and I like, I want to ev- evoke that same feeling. And they take those ideas and they recycle them in a more modern sort of work. Did you say become that's Revenant? What, that's... Are we talking about undead movies? <laughs> well, they recycle Revenant them and they is... brought back to life? <laughs> oh, Revenant is something that returns. Mm-hmm. But what makes re-animated. it, what resurrects it, what brings it back is that idea that someone says, that's a that's a valid idea. and a val- I want to bring back the spirit of that. And you see people trying to do that and failing, and that's where we get into stuff like Nightmare on Elm Street as a remake, and and it's just like, well, you guys just didn't get what made that work. I see you were trying. I'm not saying you didn't try, but you didn't get – it's like the Evil Dead remake. You just didn't get what made that work. Cabin in the Woods did get what made that work, and that's why it worked. But you're going to see more and more people are going to start mining the spirit of that kind of stuff. That's – that's where we remakes become awkward. It's like, let's remake that in the sensibility of the time we're talking about right now. It's like, that's weird. It might not work at all as a story. Like, can you imagine remaking Back to the Future? Oh. It's like, it, it kind of yeah. only works when it's anchored in the period where it was created. It would lose everything. I read this horrible thing that it said, um, really disturbing to me. It said, it's been as much time now since Back to the Future came out for, between then and now as it was between when he went back to the 50s. Yeah. Think about sense. it. From the yeah. 50s, he, the 80s is the new 50s. He to 2015. So. Right. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> so our childhood where's was, the, was the, the back yeah, in the back hover, to the future. Yeah, where's my damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although we, I was noting when we were walking around, all the clothes are there. You can get all the same clothes that Marty McFly wore. Well, anybody can pull it. We were shopping for shoes at the mall. Like, what the hell are we even looking at? (laughs) Yeah, I don't even understand. Jacket is now dry. Well, well, to me, that's (laughs) that's interesting because you say that because like right now, girls' clothes, they all look like they came out of the eighties, like fluorescent orange and and like you know that fluorescent green. My clothes don't look like that. They're buying clothes for the girls, (laughs) and it's like, man, it's like this is like nineteen eighty-seven exploded in here. (laughs) Yeah, I went to a, a sweet sixteen party this weekend. And it was um. What are you doing? <laughs> you hang out with little kids. You go to it's Sweet Sixty party. Melissa's brother's little girls in laws. Yeah, really. <laughs> Sweet Sixty hey, parties with boys and Ivy. You you may want to come back to the show for a little bit. Don't think it wasn't weird for me, man. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to go. No, but her little bro- her we Melissa's little brother's wife has a, a kid, and she turned 16. We had to go to the party. It was a weird feeling because they, they, they had some modern stuff, too, but they played a lot of 80s music. And I was surprised. I'm like, is this really what you guys bland. like? 
It wasn't yeah. even the pop stuff. It was all these power ballads. So, like, you guys really like this stuff? It's I mean, funny. I'm glad you do, but it's kind of weird to me. You know, like my son Chris, studies on a teacher, she was saying that, that one of her kids said, I like oldies, like Guns and Roses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Well, that's true, man. That's like 20-something years ago, if you think about it. It was. It is an oldie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I you guess that's like us playing that. something from the 60s if we had a sweet sweet 16 party. Mm. Wouldn't. I don't think it's fair that girls get like crazy presents because they turn 16 and we don't. Brooks seems very upset about like not having all the girl stuff. Yeah. It's it true, is man. True. A lot of, there's hey, a lot liked of the Barbie doll. I did like Barbie doll. In this episode. I wanted a cotillion. Brooks, Brooks, I shut up, man. I wanted a way that we're dressing. I'm not ashamed. I have a man on my arm. Why should I no be ashamed? No one ever tells me I'm pretty. Yeah, but this from the because guy who liked, it's shameful. You know, undressed Han and uh, Vader. And now, that was, that was an inadvertent... <laughs> <laughs> no, you know that was completely. That was a perfectly understandable misunderstanding. <laughs> you bet. That didn't. Two grown men in one of their bedrooms playing with naked dolls. Like you've never Happens done all that, the Greg. Time. Greg's one to talk. I don't. Yeah. Let's not get into it. But we all know that Greg's got a history of leading us down <laughs> strange paths. I mean, let's let's just be honest about that. It's always, it's More always than once, Greg is covered for couch turned into nothing fun at all. <laughs> I think it's weird that we Everybody. live in a time where things that, I, and it's our fault. It's our generation's fault because we're the we're the customers. When things that were, you know, finished and done and iconic of our generation, are now being remade and um, and sequels being made, like they're making a new Army of Darkness. I'm happy that they're doing it because you know who cares? It's fun. But at the same time, it's weird. That's and they weird. made that, you know, Indiana Jones, which really was a kind of a mistake because the original trilogy stood really well on its own. You make this new one and yeah, people and start rethinking the, the first one. Like, are we, were we wrong to like the originals? Well, and that is exactly what we've gotten at before. It's like, you know, there are some things like an Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, you'll kind of let it slide. Because it was I the end of a movie. trilogy and you're like, eh, Sean Connery in it. But... Yeah, but it's all on gimmick. You're like, that was fun. I liked seeing Sean Connery, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you really start examining it too closely, it's dumb. But I won't because that was just tying the whole thing up with a bow. We'll let that go. You know, they got one. It's like the Return of the Jedi. Just let it go. But then someone comes back and, like, they make a number four. It's like, well, now now we have to – it's sort of like when a cop turns out to be dirty and we have to go re-look at all his closed yeah. cases. <laughs> It's like, oh, God, now everything comes back on the table. <laughs> it's like everything was fine. You had to reopen that one case. I mean, what a weird time we live in where they they keep coming back to these things over and over again. And it's it's our fault. I mean, like I said, it's because we'll go see it. I doubt kids are screaming for an well, Army of Darkness movie. They probably don't even know what that I, is. It, it, I think if you live long enough, you start to see it's part of the regular cycle. Like Lynn said, you know, it goes back to Frankenstein. They still make Frankenstein. They still make – there's a Dracula TV show on TV right now. Yeah, but well – You know, the same ideas get sort of, recycled but over and over literature, again. literary ideas. I mean, those are books, you know, that – Yeah, but the reason they got made into movies is because they had a pop culture sensibility and they're getting recycled in the pop culture because of the movies. Yeah, but I think a lot of – What did they get made into movies, Brooks? If you've seen, if you listened to our retrospective episodes, none of the movies have anything to do with the book. What'd you say, Lynn? What do you think they did before movies? Uh, cave art. Books. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's a. It went yeah, from yeah. cave art. It's to a weird movies. time because I mean, like those movies that came out were the beginning of these kind of crazy big things. No, I, I was saying that Frankenstein and, and Dracula. I'm sorry, Andrew. I was saying Frankenstein and Dracula are works of literature that. Per, are pervasive in our society, so it makes sense to keep going back to works of literature. It'd be different well, but, if there was a, a they original movie back, made, like made in the twenties or whatever, and then in the fifties they'd do a sequel to it. Yeah, yeah that's weird. They'd make a sequel like fifty years later to a movie that there was a, an original movie, not based on oh. something that people know outside of well, they, Birth they, they of they a Nation Two. Wolfman they keeps coming back. Wolfman. The Mummy keeps coming yeah. back. They, they did do remakes books, back in the 30s but they and 40s were those too. Classic like ben Hur remakes, yeah, remakes. Well, I did. get, of course they did. but I'm talking about sequels. Ben heard at 50 times. I'm talking about sequels. Well, like, I mean, doing what an I'm Army saying, Darkness sequel 20 years later. Well, it's 
I will give you that's yeah. a newer device where people. What I'm come saying back is because it's when we were all years kids. Later and make a direct sequel. All that stuff to happened. They did make a sequel to Chinatown after like. 20 yeah, all that years. stuff happened because when we were I mean, kids, and stuff became of. popular. It was kind of an accident. And they're like, oh, cool, we're making all these great movies now, and and this whole thing starting, these blockbusters starting, but now. All those people that saw them when they were five to fifteen, they're all thirty to fifty now. And they're spending money, and so like, hey, exactly. we can make some it's money. It's like a, it's a commercial thing. It's not even a twenty years thing. from now. Is there going to be like a new Harry Potter series that comes out, capitalizing on the popularity? Take, try five yeah. years. The half life is. They're changed, already working you know. on a new Harry. Potter. Well, I, I understand what you're yeah, saying, Brooks. Because Harry I, mean, I mean, it's based on another book. I understand what Brooks is saying. I mean, and I think it can work both ways. I mean, you you, you do get good things, but then you also get. Abominations like Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, but I don't those think get it's forgotten. a new thing. I think it's more prevalent because, again, the technology in the market is probably more positioned for that sort of thing. But I do think it that it's something that I mean, pop culture predates the remakes. Movies. Will get so forgotten, get these... like stuff like Total Recall. I saw that. I didn't think it was that bad. But who's going to remember that ten years from now? It's for, it's Who's totally going to remember the Amityville remake? Who's going to remember the Chainsaw Massacre remake? So, I mean, remakes are a different thing. I'm talking about these weird sequels that come out, you know, if you want to call Ian Jones 4 a sequel, that come out years and years and years mm-hmm. after the others. What would yeah. you call it? Well, I guess I'd, I'm just saying it's not a story-wise sequel. <laughs> it's just another in the series or whatever, but you know what I mean. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, well... Well, well like, like I guess aliens you are right then, yeah. we, I mean, we are to blame or to have take credit for that because we are the market that we're still buying that media, and so it's uh, kind of weird. Yeah, aliens me. and Terminator, the only ones I can think of that kind of worked, but that wasn't also you yeah. know that many years. It was about ten years or so after the original. Yeah, but the, you know that new Terminator that came out a while back with Christian Bale. Who remembers that? You know, it's for, yeah. completely forgotten. Yeah, Terminator 2, compared to the original, was a decent number of years, but again, not that many. The problem is this, is like, you can bring back iconic ideas, and this is probably what's going to happen with this RoboCop remake. It's like, you can bring back iconic ideas, but if you don't bring back the icon itself, then it's like when they did Freddy vs. Jason, Freddy vs. Jason as a movie is probably going to last a lot longer than the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah. Because it was Freddy, the icon that we recognized from those formal fi- films, versus the icon of Jason. And it's also a more like fun it's, movie. It's an iconic mashup. Well, yeah, but fun movies come and go, but that one will resonate just because it's actually Freddy versus Jason. But you could make any you could like they're gonna they're gonna make more Friday the Thirteenth movies, which I think is good. I can't think of any remake but, that. You know, from recent times, I'm not talking about the Frankenstein remakes, but any of the remakes that have come out in the last 10 years of the movies that we grew up with that have been memorable at all, much less improvements. That might become like a classic on their own, you mean? Yeah, that that people will even remember better than or more than the original. I still hold to the idea of the requel, like the remake that sort of works within the franchise, because I think something like a Friday the Thirteenth, which was Friday a remake, the Thirteenth, was pretty good. Yeah, that was. But it wasn't it like exists. a remake; it was just and it has its own story, I liked it, so it can but live it in that franchise as w- Do another. Do people care about it or remember it at all? They I like it. Did it do well? They want to see more. Oh, it made, yeah, it made money. I mean, I haven't really heard much I about it. I won't go into the numbers. Saying, you know. For t- deference to Lynn, I won't go into the. In fact, I think it's I mean, a lot better than be... the originals. I mean, because I'm not a big Friday Thirteenth fan of the originals. I think they're, you know, I like them, but let's be honest, they're they're pretty awful. You know. You're just talking bad about Star Wars. I appreciate them bad the bad more I get into I know, them. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm being controversial. I'm trying to drum up some email. And you don't like I know. Agent Coulson. I don't Coulson think the Holocaust either. happened. Yeah, exactly. See, this is why we don't have say, you on the show, on the show anymore. Once a year and cause all kinds of trouble. <laughs> We're going to be mending these Stirring fences the, the rest of the year, Brooks. Okay. I'm curious about these new Star Trek movies. I'm curious if they'll be remembered, you no, know, because they're they real won't. popular now. They but won't. I doubt, I kind of feel like they're not going to be remembered I as well as the I actually even think they're going to return to the original timeline at some point. I think they'll do more Star Treks. I don't think they're trying to be remembered. I think they're just trying to make money yeah, now. They are. They are, but... But it's in terms of and no icon ever was trying to become an icon. Yeah, either. I so mean Friday Thirteenth completely just they were all money. trying I mean, to be blockbusters. Yeah, I think these Star Trek Friday Thirteenth is hilarious to look back at it because the, the, they're like stunned that it became <laughs> iconic. 
like it's one of the most fun franchises to look at because people are like I didn't even know that. I mean, everything was an accident. It's like a, it's a beautiful mistake from from day one. That's what I love about that series. But yeah, it's hard to say with the new Star Treks because I really liked the first one, and then I was really turned off by the second one. And I'm like, I guess it really depends on if they make a third I one. The second one was okay. I don't know more. why people have such a negative reaction. I had, just, a, po- just, I had a positive reaction to it in it. the theater, but then Analyze when I the watched story, it on Brooks. Blu-ray, it was, <laughs> I, did, I did not like it at all. <laughs> it's, I haven't seen it twice. Yeah, it's true. I've it only did, seen it the one the, time. The rewatch factor is extremely yeah, I mean, we low, liked too, because I thought, maybe I'll watch it again and I'll enjoy yeah. it just as, a, course, as an action you know, movie. I know like, I'm known mm-hmm. for that kind of thing, you know, not liking a, liking a movie at first and then not liking it later. But, I mean, I really feel like I have grounds on this one because, you know, you get into the spectacle of of just it being a, you know, effects-heavy movie. And then, then you, you bring it home and you start dissecting the, the plot. and like, I just thought it's funny because you were like, I think they really well, got it this time. I thought were like, are you well, kidding? I mean, toward the end, you know, where they... <laughs> Did I, you watch I feel it? Like, you know, toward the end, they, they at least started talking like old Star Trek where they were... You know, starting to talk about exploration and stuff, and I kind of had hope that maybe the next movie would be, and maybe the positioning. I kind of hope that still that yeah, especially get get J J Abrams and try to make maybe a smaller picture since the grosses the returns weren't quite as good as they'd hoped. Maybe try to scale it back with a little less making a a better picture. Star Trek movie looks less like Star Wars and more like Alien because it. It needs to have some. I mean, more maybe, of a true sci-fi and yeah, less true of an sci-fi. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of that claustrophobia. If you watch Star Trek II, which this movie tried to model itself after, which oh. is crazy, because it's nothing right. like Star Trek II. But Star Trek II has a real claustrophobia to it. Like when they're going like to the. Well, I mean, submarines not only are they in space, they but they beam down to this mysterious underground cavern, and so they're not only in space; they're inside an asteroid, and everything's like really. It's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. No stuff in their ears. Ugh, it's horrible. Yeah, and there's dead bodies hanging from the ceiling. Like Khan seems like a real real crazy customer you're like what the hell have we found besides the awful 80s hair yeah (laughs) feels very real and scary and then but in the 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 new movie they're just everything's blowing up and they're running around you can't tell what the hell is happening and nothing seems like a genuine i thought the klingons because everything's too big to be weird yeah i hate never being able to see what's going on i like old school ones where they you know they pull back and you see everything too the yeah, I the shaky it feels like they shoot everything on a green screen, so they don't even know what the hell they're even looking at until later on, and then they have to make it some big epic looking backdrop because why do we shoot on a green screen if we're just going to put a room behind them? Yeah. So it gets out of control, and not that the first movie was exempt from that, but I just I forgave them the first movie for all the things they were attempting. Why didn't they die? What's his name? Christopher Pine or whatever. Why didn't they dye his hair a darker to look more like Kirk? I mean, they did it for uh, for Bones. They made you know they dyed they his for hair. Scotty too. They summoned Peg. Yeah, yeah they they've hair. changed other people's looks. Of course, Spock. You know, they didn't let well, him I have his we, normal haircut. I guess because yeah. he's a leading man or something. They 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 wanted him. Well, to I have thought his he own looked enough like it. They, Kirk, I, I didn't think he looked like Kirk. I don't I think mean, he looks me. or even acts remotely like Kirk, the original Kirk. I like him, but the problem is Doesn't that they changed punching. the character. Well, well this, you know, this universe and, and got Captain highlights. Kirk, you know, everybody talks about how Captain Kirk was such a, a ladies' man. He, I mean, he really, I mean, he flirt and romance and stuff. But I mean, this Captain Kirk, I mean, he has. Bang the green I, I know he bangs every chicken that he can get close to. I mean, yeah, he's a little bit. He's like a he's like a two dimensional Hollywood ladies' man from a movie. Because another thing that the original Kirk had was that he was a book yeah. nerd. You know, he, he was he was a scholarly person, and he had like a poet's soul. And I know some of that comes from the fact that he was older. But you you got to be building to that. This character eventually becomes nothing like the Kirk we're used to. Oh, yeah. And in fact, in the new movie, he is nothing like the Kirk we're used to because not only is he cocky and arrogant and and unlearned and somehow has not learned anything from having taken over the ship, but he actually has no way of producing an alternate escape route out of a problem he creates problems so it's like he's the anti-kirk in so many ways he's like oh man i got us into this problem and now i can't think a way out i'm sorry everybody we're all gonna die sort of of expected to happen in the first movie as a result of the first movie how they you know they wanted to get him into that captain's chair so fast that they 
you know, gave him a captain, you know, a command after this Nero deal. It's yep. like, you know, that but would never like, Nothing like that this would ever second happen. Film, it, but like I said, second it de- yeah, a, a, a yeah, cra- it devalues a, that whole captain structure, too. You're like, so that's yeah. all you got to be to be a captain then? It's like, it's not even a big well, deal at that point. <laughs> That's just, just like sci-fi awesome movie, things. man. Look at Star Wars. They're all generals. Like, yeah, but that's like a fantasy. A general overnight. That's true. It's like yeah. even Lando becomes yeah. a general. Yeah. It's like you betrayed our and other now general. You're a general? <laughs> and you now know, you're a general. You know, there's like a lot of like captains and lieutenants that are really upset about that. Yeah, 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 are you kidding like, me? Yeah, why is it? I've, been, I've, been in the, I've been in the Alliance for 12 years. Well, I, I've been putting my time in. That's what I think all the time when I watch those new Star Trek movies. Why isn't Sulu highly pissed? <laughs> when do I get to be captain? I told him about my maneuver at the Battle of Tanab. It's like I was on, I fought what exactly the Death did he Star. do at Tanab that made? <laughs> why am I not a general? He just mentions it. Like Wedge has got to be pretty yeah. pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, Wedge is like I'm in every battle. I'm only a I don't even know what I am. I blew that shit up. <laughs> really, head of Rogue Squadron. That's I don't even know what kind of rank that is. Commander. It's like is Commander higher than General? No. Like, like, so awesome, basically, man. you got to be help? friends with Luke, huh? That's what it is. So, th- <laughs> so this freaking frog is the admiral, but I'm not even. <laughs> 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 I and why doesn't Chewbacca have a rank? It's kind well, of unfair that he's got a, he doesn't have a medal. Oh my god, he never got some medal. Flack over why he didn't get a medal. <laughs> There's yeah, it shows you there is racism in the Star Wars universe. Oh yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Speciesism. <laughs> Yeah. I said that back. Yeah, but if you had a big giant man friend who couldn't even man talk, friend. you probably wouldn't treat him like you do your rest of your friends. Uh, Chewie oh, was there dude, for the rescue dude, of Leia. He was there rescuing Luke. He did everything. He literally did everything Han did. Except he, he also Yoda's rescued Han. Friend. Yeah, he knew Yoda. Why is it? I'm just, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to play politics. That for is bull crap. Yeah, apparently. It just, yeah, exactly. Know. It's all about going to parties and socializing after this. Yeah. Told him about my maneuver. That's you know. like you don't see the parts where he's like, you know, drunk on the floor, you know, <laughs> the next morning. And yeah, well, I don't want to say it, but, you know. Han's having to, like, give him a bath. And, you know, there was a, uh, <laughs> there may have been an incident. Clogging up my carpet. There was an incident involving some drunk sorority girls that he, you know, he's he tried to sweep it under the rug, but it's kept his career down, you know. There was a drunk driving thing that happened once. But, um, yeah, Star Trek's the only, like, high successful kind of remake that I've seen lately that makes me wonder if it actually has any staying power because all these other remakes seem to be just, like, completely not only forgettable to me, but no one even really seems to care about them. Well, I I don't think cash grabs. I do think the Friday the 13th one will have a place in that franchise. How long has it been since they did that one, though? I mean, it's been a while. It's been like yeah, I mean, two, three years for, now. For Friday like 13th, years. that's a long time. Makes you wonder. Well, the problem is that there's too much money going around. And hopefully, because I was reading an article today that said the next one might actually be a found footage movie. So yeah. it's like, that's not an exciting idea to me. But it's like, well, they're thinking in the right direction. Because you should be making these movies for a little, a little money. Not a lot, you know? Yeah, but even with that, so, though, you don't need to do it found footage to make it cheap not anymore i mean yeah shoot it like a found footage but don't make it a found footage just shoot it with those cameras yeah i mean it's it's like we were talking about earlier with the technology it's it costs nothing to make a a decent looking movie now i mean there are there are a lot of college kids who would die to be in a movie all i gotta do is just get a bunch of them they don't need to be basically what they did in the originals (laughs) just get a bunch of a couple chicks exactly a couple chicks who are willing to take their tops off and then you've got a movie you know you can do that in for like maybe two million at most you don't need you don't need crap for money to do that the problem is that uh, they don't think in terms of that paradigm they don't think two million's worth it it really they're like when we make like 10 million that's not worth the bother you know they don't want to make a Friday the 13th movie every year for that kind of – even though it would make Not money every money. year. Exactly. They want to make a movie like for $10 million that's going to make 200 like like Paranormal Activity did. Yeah. Like the, the, these movies, I mean on average – I mean these movies smoke all the 80s franchises. Paranormal Activity makes over $100 million profit per picture. So that's – I mean, that's way past yeah. anything Freddy or Jason ever did. That's yeah, what I mean, they even want. Even like The Conjuring, all those ones. Did. I mean, that was $20 million. It's done like 250 or yeah. something now. So, I mean, 
Yeah. Are there? Um... But apparently, what I was reading is that that Paramount just went into like a joint venture with uh, Warner Brothers, which I guess Warner is actually who has. I mean, it was New Line, so I don't know if Warner somehow how they. But they ended up in some kind of venture where the one of the provisions of that financial venture was that they would get the rights back to Friday the Thirteenth. Huh. Which suggests that Paramount wants to get back in the business Friday the Thirteenth. I think it's. It's interesting. I, I wonder if there's well, a I mean, Blu-ray talking about those partnerships. Just came out with all though, of them because, like you're saying, uh, these days they're wanting to make movies so big and have, have such a huge return that they have to put such a huge upfront investment in it that they that now studios are coming together. Like you'll see, I, I think it was Paramount and. Universal, I think that they got together for a Titanic. You know, they they combined their resources to make that huge two hundred million dollar movie, and you're and you're seeing that more and more that these uh, why why aren't they happy together. with the profitable well, but smaller and, projects? And I mean, the, why do they want the only the huge ones? I, they've just gotten so greedy for mm-hmm. blockbusters. Everything because Star Trek movies didn't used to be blockbusters. They used to just make. I mean, a if you're making problem, money, why aren't you, know, you happy with that? I don't get that. They used to make them for thirty because million dollars. They just and... need the numbers to be so big. That's why they invest in like a John Carter, because they just now think, why aren't they well, learning their know, lesson? We need to put two hundred yeah. million in a movie to make a billion dollar movie. That's what they think. And then part of it is what what Greg said is it's the other way around. It's not that we want to like generate such a big movie that we have to bring in all these investors. It's like these properties end up being owned by so many different people that. You know, we have to make it a giant movie because there's so many different investors to satisfy. I wonder if kids today will look at something like the Saw movies and think that's their Friday the 13th. You know, I don't like the Saw movies, but there are like 12 Maybe. of them, right? Ah. I mean, it, it kind of follows the uh, formula right. that Friday the 13th did. I like their model. I like that model of we're just going to crank one of these out every year. I mean, that's kind of I think Saw got it right for that. Friday the 13th was when we were young. You know, just uh, every year you yeah, go see the new all one. Smokes well, now they're even doing spin-offs too. of Paranormal Activity, so yeah, cranking them out. They've got to run yeah. out of steam on that soon. Who because posted it? I mean, what? How many ways can yeah. you show? I mean, unless they come up with a whole new storyline, which I'd be totally cool with. Yeah, that's what they are. They're doing well, that's the how spin-offs. They they're just yeah. Different. yeah, and apparently that's tapering off now because that's one of the raw articles I was reading was saying you know Paramount's interest in doing a found footage version of Friday the 13th it might be to try to roll the paranormal activity kind of thing into a new franchise since that one's losing steam but I mean people well, I still watch Saw movies I haven't seen so many past the second one so I don't even know what's going on because that guy he was like dead so far as I knew and then they brought that girl back somehow and she became the I don't know but uh, they managed to keep making those yeah I don't I don't like those movies well, okay, they they're done with that. We'll, we'll see. I appreciate that Saw we'll at least see. kept the light on. So far. Because I didn't like the Saw movies, but I appreciate that there weren't any horror franchises going on, and at least they kept that idea. How good James Wan started, They're the Motel 8 of there. horror. Yeah. So I'm not into those kind of movies, but but I do like franchise horror. I'm glad... I, I really would love to see them start doing Friday the 13th movies for, like, nothing budgets. If they came up with a fam, found footage movie, I'd be like, meh. But at least their heart's in the right place. They're going to make a Friday the 13th movie for nothing. So if it generates any kind of profit, they'll make you know, another the original one. Friday the 13th is just like a nothing movie. And, you know, are there people yeah. out there doing that now that we don't know about? Making these nothing movies that go straight to DVD and we just don't know about it, but, but they're awesome and they're fun and, the, you know, they've got 12 of them out now? I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's a bunch of You would them. wonder. They should develop some kind of, you know, cult they following probably if are. they I are. I, mean, of, I bet you can find a lot of that stuff online. Netflix. I mean, that's like all that, like, you know, VHS make, movies and all those things like that. Yeah, it's like instead of it being a DVD. Well, no, I'm talking about the movie VHS. As long as it's not. <laughs> I'm not talking about actual VHS. They'll go to VHS probably still, <laughs> or maybe Betamax. <laughs> I'm, this is an aside, and i got to go here pretty soon, but I'm watching Castle. Yeah. <laughs> Castle, I love this show because it, it's gotten to be, it used to be just like a kind of standard detective drama, but I think Nathan Fillion has put his mark on it, and now it's just like it's a little sci-fi adventure. Everywhere. Really? Nerdy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, it's, they're all the time dealing with like, you know, last week was time travel. Really? They didn't, they didn't really? travel in time. I haven't seen it well, in a were, while, but what? what? Well, well, they, they, they weren't time, this show. They weren't time traveling, but they, but they met a guy who said he was a time traveler. 
you know, uh, but you know, of course, you know, it's like the you know, zombie episode they did. Yeah, you know, I Castle like you know, buys into stuff. it every time, but uh, uh, Beckett doesn't. You know, she's real skeptical. So it's X Files, but yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's a funny X Files. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's well, a they should do show. whatever. That show can't have much more left in it. How long has it been on? Like five years. Well, they, they've are they're they're approaching the they're getting married phase. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's a good time yeah. to just end the show. Yeah. I like when he and get him he, back he up dressed so like a Netflix seasons of Firefly. There's one where mm-hmm. I've only seen a few of them, but there was one where he he was dressing up for Halloween. They're like, "What are you dressed as?" Yeah, he's like a space know. cowboy. He's like, "You know, give it up, Dad." That was like ten years ago. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that like, was clever. Some show nobody watches. Like some people watching it. <laughs> yeah. 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 He he. He throws in the line or two every once in a while. Oh, they always say that. Yeah, he always says that that. he keeps the. There's like the, you know, whatever that. What's that out of gas episode where that part, like that part is on his shelf in Castle. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He has part. He has like set pieces from Fire. How awesome is that? In his office. That is awesome. That's Uh, what's funny about Wes Craven. Wes Craven like hoarded things from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies because he talked, especially if you watch the. So we could use them with with New Nightmare. Well, he talks yeah. about it in there because he because that's exactly what they did. He's like, that's actually the shirt from the first movie. <laughs> like, it's so funny. He's saying, I kept that stuff for no reason. I don't know why I had that stuff, but that's actually you know the jacket from that he wore in the first like <laughs> everything because he had it in his garage in a box. So you it's never know. One of those guys that just suddenly throws stuff out. Yeah. Well, it'd be weird if you made iconic <laughs> exactly. movies. It would feel weird to throw things out. I, I would keep everything. I'm amazed that people don't keep props. Yeah, have you? I guess I'm you guys have right seen now, that. Dude. This is the end, or whatever the one with um. Yeah, yeah. I like Seth how. Uh, yeah, I like how. Uh, I can't think of his name now. The the guy who's hosting the party. The uh, James. Frank yeah, Franco. Franco. I like how he yeah. has all his weird props from his different movies. <laughs> they always give him crap about the crappy movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do, man. I've had props from <laughs> where they Me make too, a sweeted version of a. You have a Pineapple Express too. Yeah, so yeah. Like, well, we're not making Your Highness too. <laughs> that was I a really it. fun Which is movie. funny because I liked Your Highness. Yeah. I thought I that that, that This Is funny. the End was a really interesting. I've never seen anything quite like that where they play themselves, but it's into some weird surreal world. Well, nothing to that scale. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I thought that, that was interesting. Yeah. That's kind of what makes it work because it's it's the same old like self indulgent I'm playing myself to be a jerk kind of thing, but then it's like a really big high concept into the world story. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's like goes way too far with it. It's like it's it can't be dismissed because it's like it's they've gone way too far with it. It really reminds me of something we would have written in the Golden Boys era, like a GB2 kind of feel to it. Well, that's what it was, yeah. yeah but it's like mm-hmm. someone like taking the script for GB2 and producing it. Like this is a brilliant idea. Would you all be willing to play yourselves in it? It's like, yeah, that doesn't sound stupid at all. Well, it worked. It's fun. I wonder if the, any of the roles are written for specific people and then they didn't turn up, so they just gave them to a different actor. Well, that's you what can I wonder. I it's bet fine. they had did all they the people. Did they just write it and give it to before. them, or did they ask them how would you like to be presented? Yeah, in the I'm movie? almost you know, certain that the people like? agreed before they even wrote it. You know that they're like, we're going to do this. You're going to play this. Because, I mean, you can't oh, write well, those I characters mean, it, with all the crazy stuff they're doing if you haven't asked first, you know. And you, and you can, I would well, love Michael Sarah if he's the one that came up a, and said, this is how I want to play me. I think it was just a fun project they probably did over a couple of weeks or something. Because you can tell that the movie's well, really small. If you look at the credits, like, too, yeah. it's based on a short film that he and Jay Baruchel did. So, apparently, they had a basic concept yeah, that, so and then I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun project. Those that it's just a fun group of guys that like to make movies together. Even little things like yeah. having Channing Tatum be the little slave or whatever. Oh my god, that's <laughs> the funniest yeah. scene ever. That's, that's I love best. him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he must. <laughs> they, he, he know, so horrible. They couldn't have written that without knowing he would do it. You know, I'm sure they asked him yeah. before. He, I knew, he, I knew he that was Channing. I knew that was Channing Tatum before he took his mask off because it was. Well, they referenced him earlier in the movie. Yeah, Channing. There was Tatum. <laughs> I do love how that guy became. I don't know even know who that guy was. That actor that became the bad guy. I'm not familiar with him. Which one? The actor that you know became oh, the cannibal uh, bad guy at the end was traveling around with the cannibals. You talking about Danny McBride? Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know Danny that. McBride. Oh, don't get on to me. You know how Katie I don't know Powers people. Man? What the hell? God, that's <laughs> holy crap! For real, <laughs> you need to watch your highness stat. He was my favorite watch, character, though. The way he down. became like he's this. He's down. Good lord, that's his grand vision. <laughs> he's bounding down. 
He's the funniest <laughs> guy ever. You, you would like Eats Bound and Down a lot, Rick. Eats Bound and Down is awesome. You wow. need to download that show. All right. He's just a yeah. stupid redneck through the whole thing. But I do, I do support your highness as being a fun, stupid movie. I think too. that's a good movie. You said it was crap, and I watched it, and I thought it was pretty good. I didn't say it was, it was crap. Okay. I said I liked it. I think you said it was crap. You know what makes okay. me mad? Because I was horrible. recommending that Sean watch that show, Party Down. You saw that, right? You were the one told well, me about Down's that. Party Down's awesome. Yeah, it's Party not Down's on great. Netflix anymore. Yeah, Stars doesn't have a, like, a partnership with <sighs> Netflix That made anymore. me so yeah, mad. you've mentioned that before. I've never seen that. Party Down is watch. great. It was like Ken Marino is awesome. It is, it is so... It's so great. It's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's like two seasons, like six episodes a piece, and that's it. But it's great. And I wanted Sean to watch it, and then I looked on Netflix, and it's gone. I was like, man. And everybody on that is, like, famous now and other things. <laughs> yeah, at the time, they were nobodies, but you look at it now, and it's like an all-star Except cast. Except for what's-her-name, Megan Mullally or whatever. She she was on that for the second season, but she's super famous from Will & Grace. Even that guy, Roman, that was in the show, I've seen him on that New Girl show. I've seen him pop up on things. Yeah, he's in it with some movies now, like leading and stuff, too, yeah. So it's like a it's a, anyway if you guys can that's my recommendation if you can track it party down, down is great. party down you can get the DVDs on Netflix but you can't stream it and party down well, is a shame because that's such a genius because I I get there I, I think the you DVDs. would like it Sean party I down really is think a you'd genius like it. I, it's a genius idea for a show <laughs> it's, it's just where they're the catering to my queue right now and they can go I gotta to any catch party. up on Dexter and Supernatural Dexter's not worth catching up on Sean. Yeah, Everyone Dexter's says it, but I have to watch it. I heard, it. That, I heard yeah. the ending Everyone's was making really it worse bad. by saying it wasn't good. That's it what everyone's saying. Well, but, but you know what? That show is kind of a turd. It's just interesting to watch. So I mean, like if you what, Dexter, what show I didn't catch Dexter. it? What? Dexter. Dexter. I watched the it's first, just kind of dumb. like two seasons for some reason. I have to catch up just because it's everyone's a, saying it's. Well, it's bad a shame that it was someone, competing. I don't want to hear anymore. It's coming on at the same time as Breaking Bad ending, and you're like, oh my god, it's amazing that you watch that. That's yeah. Who cares? It's like whatever. All right, guys. We've I, I need to wind this up because I. All right, Greg. Good night. Work and stuff. Last one in, first one out. <laughs> That's right. That's the way. Hey, That's man. the way to do it. That's hey. If I mean, ask Brooks and Sean. That's the way I've lived my he's life. He's not there for the setup or <laughs> the cleanup. That's why he's the you know the big administrator <laughs> and a real important job, and I'm the unemployed guy going back to school. <laughs> that's why I'm having to reapply. Well, for that's job. true. I'm, I'm sorry still. to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of feel bad making yeah. fun of you now. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, man. Asshole. <laughs> Actually, I just lost that job, Brooks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm well, unemployed. That's, that's, too bad. Yeah, for real. Maybe you should have uh, gone to bed a little early. Yeah, I got to go because my power is going out at 12 o'clock, so I got to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really. That's like a, my, my internet's my internet. I'm actually getting foreclosed on as we speak. <laughs> They're carrying my stuff out to the driveway. <laughs> They're about to unhook the computer. Yeah. <laughs> well, see if you can't get to the library and upload this file. They're putting me in debtor's <laughs> prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be at the library with the other hobos tomorrow. So. Well, make sure it's in your like last will and testament. If you get ganked in prison, you can somebody will upload this file. Yeah, have you had to <laughs> smuggle it in your you know where? This is my yeah. This is my hundred fiftieth appearance on TV at my dinner. I don't want to mess I'll that carry, up. I'll carry yeah. this uncomfortable. Yeah. I'll carry this uncomfortable flash drive in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> they make them really small nowadays. They make them really small. <laughs> 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 Andrew and I have the very Tech- same consideration. Thank you, technology. <laughs> when we were kids, we had to do floppies up our rears. Are you telling me I didn't have to put this up my yeah, ass? You, you, yeah, five you, and, you a, five and a, a quarter inch. Five you try to stick a three yeah. and a half inch. Yeah, you try to stick a three and a half inch floppy up your ass and you see what you're for. <laughs> they weren't very floppy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> d- d- just for, that is a all, misnomer. All that just for, what, 350 megs, whatever it was? If that, what? You, what? It's, one point, it's like 1.4 megs. It's 1.4. And that's the oh, dual that's density, right. oh, that's man. It used to be 720. 720K. <laughs> and Lynn's like, what? That's yeah, what the hell? How do you get your jazz drive? Hey, I remember floppy drives. You get your jazz drive with 120 megs. I remember when those were the big yeah. thing. That must be nice. Remember the zip well, drives? Yeah, yeah. yeah. zip drive predates That's the what jazz it was. Drive. It was 120, oh. yeah. They were like, what, what 60 megabytes bikes or something at first. Hmm. That was the best plugged in parallel. Yeah, God. <laughs> I remember. The, Man, now we're really dating ourselves. I remember ourselves. the five and the quarters. Serial ports, all that stuff. 
That's what's funny. We yeah. were just looking on Tiger Direct today, and they had a 128 meg flash drive for 50 bucks. 128 meg flash drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meg. Like, what yeah. is it? 1994 already? Yeah. Man, I had an Atom computer that took I a, had uh, an Atom computer. Tape. Oh, I had How an Atom computer too. It, I, I didn't have an Atom computer. <laughs> it took a cassette tape. Yeah, man. Tape. It took like two minutes to save something. Like you save a word, like a like a word processing document. Isn't that weird minutes. that we oh, all yeah. three had an atom? Though that's actually interesting. I think. You know, I st- it'd be even more interesting if it were the thing. same one. <laughs> you remember how loud? The, it's like the red the violin. The on See, that thing was going like a machine gun. It was like. That's what I was about to say. It's like that printer sounded like a machine gun. I mean, it was the loudest thing in the world. It's like, what are yeah, you hammering this thing into? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I still have the instruction book for. Dude, like, we used to talk about that. How every online. generation has its own sounds that drive it nuts. Yeah. Like that modem yeah, or sound. Or the dot matrix printer. No one knows what it is. Uh, yeah. The dot yeah. matrix printer this was printer, mine. This printer, you could not stay in the room with it. I mean, yeah. Well, the problem is, it's not no, the it sound like itself. It was like, it's just, I associate that sound with staying up all night trying to get a damn paper ready for school. Just, yeah. you know, come on, and then something would mess up or misfeed, and you have to print the whole damn page. What about, again? like, you've got mail? Remember that? No, yeah. that's like a cultural yeah. miles. Yeah, exactly. What, that they made movie? a movie. That's how popular that sound was. That's what we, drives me nuts. It's like when they do stuff like that. You, you know how dated that is. Oh, yeah. And it's dated anyway because they're, they're like a... email pen pals on the movies. Like, yeah. no one, like, really? Email? Because it was pre-MySpace, pre-Facebook, pre-Match.com. <laughs> yeah, that modem sound, that would actually make a good ringtone. Yeah. Yeah, see, there was all the time in all of us. That's how dated we are. We were all the time when we thought like, that the like internet that. was American Online. And I was like, oh, you can just open a browser? You don't have to be Yeah, wait a minute. I don't have to use their news feature or <laughs> yeah. whatever. I, I, I don't have to use their, their mail. Wait, wait a second. I can just open. They don't, you know, they didn't tell you that. That's the weird thing. It's like. Yeah, he's just like, I just have to be in this program and do this stuff, don't they I? They tried to keep you trapped inside their little their little ecosystem. That was a, that was a turning point well, in my life. That's something to think about because AOL bought Time Warner. Yeah, you know isn't that mean? crazy? Like that's how big it was, and now, now it's nothing. nothing. Crazy man. They have live music sessions or something. That's that's it. That shows you the nature. It makes of the you world wonder about. I think Google will move. be around because they keep evolving, but it makes you wonder about stuff like MySpace and stuff like that. These, you know, Twitter. All these. Oh, yeah, Twitter's yeah. about to go public. I mean, it's so it's like a big story right now. How much it's worth, you know? I wonder though. I mean, because I'm an old fogey. Well, you want, Facebook yeah. has been smart about trying to well, be the Facebook went public and they tanked. Well, thing. but I mean, wow. Twitter and they're, Facebook they're are smart. I mean, Twitter's smart because it's just so simple and it's like that one kind of become yeah. the one thing. But that, I wonder, you know, things, you know, when is that going to, the novelty of that going to wear off? Well, I mean. And if it know, does, then it's not going to be worth that's anything. That's interesting you know? thing. That's the the lesson of AOL. You can see stuff like that and think but, you can predict the future based on that, and that doesn't necessarily tell you anything. Your popularity, like you said, Google is sort of they try to adapt to to, to the technology. But see, and, yeah, and they might have hit into a real with. big time though, where like they just got in Facebook and Twitter because now nobody wants to do another one. Or even if somebody said, "Here's a new, here's a dweebler," you're like, "I don't want to do that." Well, you can't. I mean, so it's, it's like, like you now can't you have this kind of exhaustion there. of. Don't people. say that. People are going to love dweebler. There's actually, a, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> dweebler's going to change would know better everything. Than me, but there's all kinds of new social. Dweebler's going to make Facebook look like a Stephen. There's a bunch turd. of social media things <laughs> that are huge now that I've never even heard of. We'll see what happens though. Now though, now those people just buy them. Like Instagram was huge, and then Facebook just bought them. So now it's part exactly. of Facebook. Exactly. And that's, that's what, they what do. they'll do with Dweebler. We will gladly sell Dweebler <laughs> to the Facebook people. I will sell it to they you just for become, $5. You know, they just become big oil and stuff. We'll sell it right now. So they can buy up any competition. We'll and sell then it they while it's in pre-development. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we have to tell people. We're sort of in the pre-development phase. I have, I have an investment opportunity I'd like to talk <laughs> Which, to you about. <laughs> does the pre-development phase, is that a fancy way of saying that all you have is a name? We haven't settled on a name Nine hundred million dollars for the domain name. The new sensation <laughs> that everyone is talking about. Everyone's doinking. <laughs> the thing that got everyone go doinking. Shark Tank show. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a Kickstarter for Dweebler right now. I'm totally super serial. You've just been doinked. You've been doinked. What if we went on Dweebler? a show and they went for it? You know what I mean? I mean that's how you know yeah, that like, oh, life crap. has become a parody. 
<laughs> yeah, life is a mockery of itself. There is no such thing as irony. We were wondering earlier, why, why isn't there any irony? It's like, because no one knows when something's ridiculous. Yeah. There can't be irony when no one knows what's ridiculous. I think we lost Lynn again. Well, you're about to Pardon? lose me too. I no, go. she's still here. We've lost her, but she's no. It's just that there's she, a really bad storm going on, and now. you're crackling up. <laughs> I can't hear you. Well, I hope oh. you don't get um, <laughs> sucked off to Oz. <laughs> I thought you were flying monkeys. Yeah, you do. You live in Oz, <laughs> right? Oz. Oz. No, Oz. Well, there we you go. Oz. That's Australia. pronounced Australia. We 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 pronounce things with a Z that you Zed. guys put a Z into. Do they put do they, <laughs> they put didgeridoos in your Kelly Clarkson songs? They they put what? What? Didgeridoo. So I get it. They put didgeridoos. Oh my god. Greg. No, no, we were not allowed to play didgeridoos. It renders them barren. <laughs> Man, but seriously, how are those wildfires? Are they out yet, or are they? Because last I saw in the news, uh, out. They're not I mean, going to be out I saw for the weeks. entire continent was like engulfed in flame. Like yikes, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah, most of New South Wales was in flames last weekend, but it's there's thunderstorms and stuff now, so they're under control. But I mean, they're not going to be. We get out wildfires for here in like California in the west, you know. But it's weird to look at the map of Australia and see it's like a ring of fire. <laughs> the whole thing. It's like man, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, there was. It was pretty bad. They were they were saying it was the worst uh, fire conditions in the last thirty years. Well, that I hope that weekend. you guys are okay. Mm-hmm. All well, all irony aside. Yeah, here it's fine because there's nothing. There's nothing to burn mm-hmm. here because we're just flat plains of nothingness. <laughs> yeah. Flat plains of nothingness. It hadn't rained for a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same weather. We've got his country music. Yeah, what did you do? <laughs> I, I I think the All right, uh, Sean, t- take us out because we, well maybe we, we can keep talking without you. Ooh ooh, well, what I'm happened just, there? Ooh, ooh. burn, oh, snap, burn. Oh, oh okay. Ouch. You'll be gone. You'll be gone next week. Like we did for uh, <laughs> fifty other episodes. Brooks wants to go ahead and get like eight hours. I'm just of yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and record so can, eight episodes trying to get now. My year, you know, I'm, we can like just sprinkle. I normally that can't do this because I'm I'm home alone right now, so I can do this. I don't have you know Melissa or Elliot. No parents. No yeah. nothing. I'm home <laughs> alone. <laughs> Just me in a bathtub full of calendar. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm taking a steroid for this stuff, man. It's weird. It, I'm, I'm hoping it. I don't really laugh at your pain, it, but it is funny to imagine that you were left alone by for maybe an hour before your whole body is like Jesus Christ, Brooks. I'm broken out already. How have you survived this long? Melissa's <laughs> Melissa's gonna come home and says, I don't know who it was you were with. Have you guys? And you, you, you probably she has some nasty, skanky stuff. And Malcolm in the middle, whenever she would, the wife would leave him to go on vacation or whatever. He loses. Yeah, mind. it's basically. I I, I can <laughs> totally relate to that, man. I have eaten nothing but cereal since she's left. That's the truth. <laughs> I mean, I'm like she. She bought all this food for me to cook, but I'm like, I don't. You bought. You ate a lunchables. For like dinner. I don't want to cook, man. I mean, but you know, it's weird to go in and cook a big meal for yourself if you're not. I mean, if you're used to it, if you're single, you know, I guess it makes they sense. They make but, little meals that yeah. you can cook. You don't have to get up. You don't have to get the full hungry man. But I'm. I'm just not used to going in and cooking something just for me, so it feels weird. Don't make sport. Where, where does she? Where does she, she went go? to Florida with her mom because it's her mom's sixtieth oh. birthday. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I can't go because I had school, and and then we also have all the dogs. Poison and ivy. Poison ivy. No one. And and yes, frankly, yeah. they didn't want me. That, <laughs> okay. And and that we, that and Brooks never hardly ever yeah. leaves his house. I'm not a traveler. It's true. I'm not a big. <laughs> I'm not a journeyman. I'm not a journeyman. I'm a I'm a what do they call it a. He's not the he's not the Sam. I'm he's a the lead owl. Foot. He's the not one a feather or whatever. <laughs> in a, what is it in Buffy called himself? I'm a comfortador. <laughs> Have you guys no. seen that Dale and Tucker versus Evil? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those kids yeah. in that movie. It's like every time you turn around, I'm like throwing myself into death. <laughs> like what? How are you yeah. still alive? Like, These yeah. kids are killing he themselves. He jumped right time, into the stretcher. Every time I see someone, I think they're going to try to rape me. Yeah. That's such a good movie. We got your friend! That's the best. <laughs> hey! We got your friend! I didn't friend. know that that Wash guy, I call him Wash because that's all I know him as. I didn't know that he could be so funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
Oh my God, he's yeah. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, so he's funny. Funny. I don't think he was in. I don't think I've ever really remembered him from anything else. But I don't watch as much TV as you guys. Well, he's funny in Firefly. Oh too. yeah, but I'm just saying, he really impressed me in that one. Because Wash was like my least favorite character in Firefly. Speaking Good of being Lord, stunned Rex, by it, you're like trying to get controversial. I am, man. Let <laughs> me go ahead and say it. Firefly. You can get your sucked. ass kicked. I mean, because you could, you could safely say he's like everybody's <laughs> really. second favorite character. I but mean, to Mal be and fair, I didn't like anyone in that show because it the was The only shitty. thing worse than Firefly <laughs> is Star Trek. And the only thing worse than that is the Bible, okay? <laughs> I hate America. I hate the and Star I, Wars. I'm I hate down the, with all uh, this. Queen, the you know the prince and and princess's new baby, whatever his little name the is. New baby. <laughs> now Sean's just gonna take this out and just that edit new this together. Whatever that little shit. Listen to that yeah, while this long tirade. I'm just gonna fade that down while I do the intro. Over don't it. get me. I don't think the Holocaust <laughs> happened. Don't right get me right? started yeah. on puppies. Now you know how I feel about puppies. Yeah. I hate puppies. That is my favorite conversation killer. If you ever. If you ever just freeze up on something to say and that pops out what? of your mouth for no what? reason. What? I don't think the Holocaust happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why I said that, but I don't know how to talk myself back Especially if you say it like that. It's hard, hard to walk that one back. Like a Cyrano moment where someone's just telling you in your ear what to say. I'm a full-on rapist. I said philanthropist. There's, a, there's this awesome thing online <laughs> that is like, favorite. tell her you're a philanthropist. I'm a full-on It may have rapist. been a cracked. It may have been on both things like, you know, fails on dating sites. And it just had like the guy's picture and a quote from his, his you know, his profile. And one guy said, I am not a rapist. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, man. The fact that you had to point that out makes me a little... <laughs> If you say so. It's creepy. What I like is how you preface that with technically. <laughs> yeah. Legally speaking, in terms I They do that thing found. on, I don't know if you've seen that, that they have that show on Comedy Central now that at midnight with that Chris Hardwick, the Nerdist guy, but they do like these weird little social media games and one of them they do, if, whether it's, this is from a OK Cupid profile or it was a famous quote from a serial killer. <laughs> and they have to guess. That show's actually really funny because they do a lot of weird, crazy, you, I mean, it's almost like the soup for internet kind of stuff, you see. But I then, appreciate how that guy is all over everything. Yeah, I mean, oh, they have writers too, I guess. Profile internet, up. But that, but that, that's, a, it's actually pretty funny, that show, because they, I mean, it's like kind of one of those British shows where they kind of make fun of. Oh, it's, you just, it's like the soup. It, it serves the same purpose because he's like, that was on the internet? Whoa, what is that? You know, you just That's kind of like that, uh, what's that show that oh. Tosh. What is that dude that Tracy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Remember yeah. Tracy posted that guy who was looking for a mate on Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, that Romeo guy? I read that thing. That... <laughs> it was Did like the know... worst guy ever. He was. I'm not racist, he's but like, I'm not racist, it's a fact but, that black uh, people you know, are not good. I do think that, that history has shown black people to be inferior, but I'm not a scientist, so I couldn't say. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what's hilarious about it is he says black people are inferior because white people enslaved them. And, like, well, that's the sign, that's the evidence. Like, well, doesn't that kind of make white people look pretty horrible? Like, no, it makes us look yeah. superior. We enslaved another race. I mean, <laughs> we, did, we killed billions of people, right? Yeah, I mean, that we, makes us superior. All... We're awesome. <laughs> we won. That's, that's the kind of logic. So you know we got that going for us. But what? But the, my favorite part is just saying. But I can't say for sure. I'm not a scientist. As though there are scientists doing studies like black versus oh, white. Oh, that was so. It was like so awful. Kind of it, it, it wasn't even just the racist. That got pointed out because it was so blatant. But he was oh, sexist as all get out. Misogynistic. Everything about and him was horrible. Worse. And apparently, like, there were, like, was he not a troll? girls who said so. that he stalked them from other dating sites and stuff. I think he's a real deal. I mean, I, I don't, so far as... And his teeth yeah, I don't were think it was glowing. It was but, weird. But, um, you know what's even worse, more offensive to me on an artistic level, is his music. I don't know if you guys actually... I, I took the I effort to go to his YouTube page music. and watch his music videos, and they are by far the worst thing I've ever seen. They are so bad. It's so bad that I almost want I you to see I it. I watched a Corey Feldman music video one time, and I can't take that back. So you know I'm what you should do is you should download. There, there's this one song where he, he just talks about how hard it is in his neighborhood or whatever because he's so, you know, he's so hood. But um, you should get a soundbite of that and start the show Please. with that. I think it'd be funny. I don't. 
I, I appreciate talking about it a little bit, but I, I don't give airtime to those kind of people. There's too many internet I mean, you're giving time to him, but, you know, he's universally hated, so it's not like it's a good thing that he's getting this publicity, I don't think. I don't think he's getting any dates. Well, if we all if we all well, universally agree on it, then I guess so. bringing yeah. it up either. It sounds like yeah. we case well, he closed. He probably loves that people, you know, talk well, about Well, and that's the thing is like in a world where there's no such thing as as notoriety, there's only being known or not known. There's no context to celebrity. So that guy's out there just glad like, hey, my profile's out there. I'm going to find, you know, that racist girl that's willing to get her tattoos <laughs> yeah. removed. <laughs> Yeah, perfect well, ten. because he's, you know, he's so good Really long treatise on lady parts and, and their functionality and how they can lose functionality under certain conditions. Like, Jesus, this guy really doesn't know when to be quiet. I'm just saying, you know, because it's like when he says something awful, you're like, you could leave it there, but he's yeah. not going to. It is funny. It, it's just scan. like, um... <laughs> Uh, who who was it? Is it Tracy? I guess it's been putting all these MR. I had to ask what MRA was. I didn't even know what that was. She's been putting these different Holy. links up. Oh yeah, she. Guys, I gotta go. I'm being pelted okay. by massive balls uh, of ice. Oh. Be careful, sweetie. Okay. I hope you're okay. Right. <laughs> Be careful with that. <laughs> Happy 200. <laughs> Email us. Let us know if you're okay. <laughs> and there she goes. This has been TV8 My Dinner. Don't forget to visit our forum at www.forum.tv8mydinner.com. Dog Crazy.com.